Hello, welcome back to the Bandana Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and today we're going to be talking about the healthcare system of the state of Massachusetts. Now, if you can't tell by the title, Massachusetts has a pretty unique healthcare system. So, as you probably know, the U.S. kind of uses a multi party payer system, which means that instead of having universal health care, you as a healthcare consumer receive the service through insurance or um, government, what was it called? It's like government funded services, I guess, like Medicare and Medicaid. Um, and then those insurance companies are then paying the physicians through contracts. So that's why it's called a multi-party system, because there's multiple people involved. But in a universal healthcare system, it's just you paying your taxes, and then those taxes just directly pay your medical services. In Massachusetts, they've adopted this really unique healthcare system where they require everybody to have insurance of some sort. And you can get insurance by either being below the poverty line by 150%. If you are at that threshold, then the government will pay for your insurance. If you are working in a company that has 11 or more employers, the employee is required to provide their employers with insurance plans, or at least offer it. Or if you don't fall into either of those categories, then you have to find some sort of minimal level of insurance. I'm not really sure what the minimum is, but you are required to get a, a insurance plan of some sort. And because of all of these mandates requiring you to have insurance, the uninsurance rate is below 3%. It's kind of um, teetering between 25 and 29 uh, which is very impressive. I don't know if you know what the uninsurance rates of other states are. For example, um, in Texas, it's about 20% according to the Census Bureau. So for the uninsurance rate in the state of Massachusetts to be below 3% is very impressive. And of course, as a result of the increase in demand for healthcare services, there is a shortage of doctors. I'm actually not sure if this shortage is still ongoing, but because that shortage had occurred early on in this reformed system, the state of Massachusetts signed a piece of legislature that provided student loan debt relief for those that are studying to practice medicine, or if you are already certified to be a doctor, then they will um, give you relief for your past studies. So it encouraged more doctors to go to the state of Massachusetts and practice. And that, of course, did result in an increase in doctors practicing in the state. And it, I wouldn't say it completely relieved the shortage because every state could always use more doctors, but it definitely gave some relief to the increase in demand that the state was facing. And then, oh man, I was going to talk about something else regarding this healthcare system. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the the overall health status of the residents has definitely increased. I actually am not really able to find like a concise result because there are so many people. Like, I know this is Massachusetts and that there are only almost three million, but it's still a lot of people to keep track of. So I can't really find concise data regarding the overall um, st- health status of the residents, but it it has been shown to improve the health of the state. And because everybody has this kind of accessible health care, they're able to kind of have that burden taken off of them and they can then focus on improving something else in their lives, whether it be finding a new job for a better pay. If they're trying to pursue an education, then they at at least can go on with the comfort of knowing that they have um, access to health care. And oh, also, by the way, um, so this system is funded by insurance companies. So it's kind of a hybrid between the U.S.'s traditional 30, I mean, third or actually not even third, the U.S.'s multi-party payer system and a universal health care system. So in a universal healthcare system, I don't remember the name of the model, but it was named after something in the UK. But basically, that's where the healthcare services are paid through taxes that residents pay. And that's how health providers are paid, and that's how they are able to provide services. In this Massachusetts system, it's not paid through taxes entirely, at least. So it's kind of a hybrid between people getting insurance and people also being able to just access healthcare. So I think that hybrid is something that I've, I'm very curious to see will work in other states. I know, Mass- again, I know Massachusetts is pretty small compared to other states in this country, but I'm very curious to see how that would work because if the residents aren't complaining about having to pay a raised tax amount, then I feel like this could have some successes in other states. Actually, I know Massachusetts is also kind of a blue state, um, so I'm wondering how the feedback would be in like red states, especially in the really red states like Montana (laughs) and Idaho. Um, but yeah, I wanted to share this really interesting discovery with you. I know that I probably should have learned about this earlier in my studies as a public health professional, but you know, um, better late than never. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you learned something new as much as I did. And I will see you next time. One step back, two steps forward.